You're listening to Beer Talk Today with your hosts Kyle Brown, Matt Lang, and John Nodler. That's right, everyone. It is Beer Talk Today. We've got an exciting, exciting show for you today. Um, the first time, and probably the only time. Well, if first gonna, time. If you're going to criticize my news, I am out of here. Dude, I'm not criticizing your news. I love your news. It just happens that there's news that's like actual news that involves beer. What? It's probably the first time we've ever had. I think, I don't know if like getting political is actual, any more <laughs> actual news than true like the new dog food. well that wasn't even what i was gonna say what i was gonna say was it's the first time we've ever had the president on the show barack obama he's going to be joining us in via free yeah in studio <laughs> via pre-recorded uh press conference footage from youtube <laughs> um which is basically like having him in here yeah, yeah. we're on a first name basis with him yeah. now, I, <laughs> friend I wish friends, friends, of friends of the show <laughs> friends a friend of the show barack <laughs> obama i basically yeah you know i try to call him to you know talk a little bit about his his mm-hmm. beer news issues but he uh he was busy i don't know i don't know doing what something about health care something, something about that. having beers at the white house with yeah. cops and scholars but anyway <laughs> that's coming up as well as a tasting of old dominion's <laughs> dominion pale ale all right so um for those of you who pay attention to the news you've heard of of this event um last week obama President, I don't know if you're familiar with the president, President Barack Obama. We got a new one now. Oh yeah, yeah. Bush is gone. Where have I been? Yeah, I know. Um, Drinking beer. He he held a press conference last week that was supposed to be about health care, and then he got asked a question that sort of switched the news cycle over. Nobody cared about his health care stuff anymore um, because it was like controversial. Um, but anyway, I uh, for those of you who haven't been following it, I, I've got the clip. Um, this is the original. Uh, question the press conference he was asked about he sort of explained the situation a little bit so I'll just play Obama's words Uh, I don't know all the facts what's been reported though is that the guy forgot his keys uh, jimmied his way to get into the house Uh, there was uh, a report called into the police station that there might be a burglary taking place so far so good right I mean if I was trying to jigger in the, well, I guess this is my house now, so it probably wouldn't happen. But let's say my old house in Chicago. Um, here I'd get shut. But so, so far, so good. They're, they're, they're reporting, the police are doing what they should. There's a call, they go investigate what happens. My understanding is at that point, uh, Professor Gates is already in his house. The police officer comes in. I'm sure there's some exchange of words, but my understanding is is that Professor Gates then shows his ID to show that this is his house. And at that point, he gets arrested for disorderly conduct, um, charges which are later dropped. Now, I've, I don't know, not having been there and not seeing all the facts, what role race played in that, but I think it's fair to say, number one, any of us would be pretty angry. Number two, that the Cambridge police uh, acted stupidly in arresting somebody when there was already proof that they were in their own home. And number three, what I think we know separate and apart from this incident, is that uh, 
there is a long history in this country of African Americans and Latinos uh, being stopped by law enforcement disproportionately. And that, that's just a fact. All right, so there was it. And so he got in a bit of trouble for saying that the Cambridge Police Department acted stupidly. And uh, they came out and said, you know, that they're upset about it, and we stand by the sergeant, Sergeant Crowley, who, uh, who arrested him, uh, this Professor Gates, who was actually a friend of Obama's, as he mentioned, and uh, he's a professor at Harvard, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so it became this huge thing, and during a, a press briefing, um, where normally it's just the press secretary talking, Obama came out and uh, had some more to say, and this is, uh, this is that. Uh, I actually just had a conversation with uh, Sergeant Jim Crowley, uh, the officer involved. Uh, and uh, I have to tell you that, as I said yesterday, uh, my impression uh, of him was that he was uh, a outstanding police officer uh, and a good man, and that was confirmed in the phone conversation, and I told him that. Um, and I, because uh, this has been ratcheting up, uh, and I obviously helped to contribute ratcheting it up, Uh, I want to make clear that in my choice of words, I think I unfortunately uh, gave an impression uh, that I was maligning the Cambridge Police Department or Sergeant Crawley specifically. Uh, And I could have calibrated those words differently. And I told this to uh, Sergeant Crawley. Uh, I continue to believe, based on what I have heard, that there was an overreaction in uh, pulling Professor Gates uh, out of his home to the station. I also continue to believe, based on what I heard, that uh, Professor Gates probably overreacted as well. Uh, My sense is you've got two good people uh, in a circumstance uh, in which uh, neither of them were able to resolve the incident in the way that it should have been resolved and the way they would have liked it to be resolved. Okay, and then a little bit later comes the part where uh, that we care about. At the end of the conversation, there was discussion about uh, uh, my conversation with uh, Sergeant Crawley. There was discussion about uh, he and I uh, and uh, Professor Gates having a beer here in the White House. Uh, we don't know if that's scheduled yet, but... Um, uh, <laughs> it has been scheduled. It is it's, on their Google it's calendars. It's on there, yeah, on their Google calendars. It is going to happen this Thursday. There's going to be beer in the White House, and as you can imagine, uh, this is this is lit up the uh, the interweb, the bureausphere. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, everybody wants to know what. Uh, you know what's gonna what beers are gonna be in there? Uh, what's gonna happen with uh, with this White House beer dinner? And I've got something I have to pull up on my computer. I did I did a whole bunch of research trying to figure out uh, uh, you know what's going on on the interweb out there, and now it's not gonna let me pull it up. Uh, so Kyle see. and I will discuss. Yeah, no, hold on, I'll be able to get it eventually. But yeah, what do you guys think? What well, do you guys think about this whole situation? I think this is a uh, a perfect example that shows that uh, what I've argued for a long time, Uh-oh. that uh, beer is the most amazing commodity purchased in the market today. 
And I say this because beer is the only thing, the only possible way for like six, ten bucks, you can convince your friend to come over and help you paint your house. <laughs> you say, hey, I got to paint my house. You want to come on over? I'll buy you a beer. You know, hey, I'm moving out and I'll, I'll buy you a six pack. Help me move out. You know, things like that. And, you know, if you give someone a dollar fifty. All right. Sorry. Whoa. Whoa. Sorry. Matt. Sorry. Thank no, you but not. if you give someone a dollar fifty, they're gonna be like, "What's this for?" But if someone helps you out and you give them a beer, like that's that means a lot more. It feels like a lot more than a dollar fifty. Yeah, and but really, it's just like, huh, that's kind of, it's kind of nice. He gave me a beer. I like that, you know. And and I think uh, it's one of the, the great ways to really merge and bring people together. And if uh. I don't know. I think the president just got my my revote. <laughs> well, well played, sir. Take a few more of these beer sit down policies, and uh, and our foreign policy could. Uh, I don't know. Pretty soon, maybe. Uh, now that North Korea has that beer, I think. I was just gonna could, uh, say, yeah, talk to Kim Jong Il over there. Maybe have one of his uh, his little loggers of Korea, and I don't know how well it'd work with like Iran, though. Countries that are you know dry. Well, it is a desert, but we can bring beer over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. Um, all right, I, I found it. Okay. So I, 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 unless you have anything to say, John. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, Kyle summed it up. Kyle summed it up. Well, I scoured the internet, and feel free to interject comments on this um, for uh, commentary and, and uh, enlightenment on this issue. Um, and it was everywhere. ABCnews.com, this was the headline, Frothy Diplomacy. What beer will Obama choose for White House meeting? This is from yesterday before we knew. It says, uh, now comes the hard part, finding just the right beer for the occasion. Does the president choose a lager for Thursday's gathering? A porter? Maybe a wheat beer. Does he pick something light to help the men with the Washington, D.C. summer heat? Whatever the president picks, it is likely to be closely watched and could even help propel a lesser-known beer into the mainstream. Hmm. ABCnews.com. ABCnews.com, huh? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Propel a lesser-known beer into the mainstream. So on Politics Daily at AOL.com, they said, but what beer to serve? Crowley apparently likes Blue Moon beer. Gates favors Red Stripe or Beck's. But don't look for Obama to order a similar high-priced brand. And as a quote, the president had a Budweiser at the All-Star Game, White House Press Secretary Robert Gibbs told reporters, hinting at Obama's likely choice. And then the Denver Business Journal uh, uh also corroborated the Blue Moon story. It's his headline, Coors Blue Moon to Shine at White House Gates Crawley Peace Gathering. From the story, Blue Moon evidently is a favorite of Crawley's. According to the New York Daily News columnist Michael Daly, Crawley was sipping one at a pub Friday when Obama called him to invite him to a White House meeting. Whoa. Whoa. Sipping a Blue Moon. So what do we think about those choices? We got Blue Moon, Red Stripe or Bex, and Budweiser for the president. Budweiser is America. Exactly, right? Um, that strikes me as PR. I mean, maybe it's just me like wanting to like him or something, but I, you know, for a while it's my Facebook picture. It was a picture of Obama drinking a beer that appeared to not be Budweiser. It looked kind of amber-colored. Do you remember <laughs> that picture? No. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. It just it was, just was Obama drinking beer that appeared not to be Bud Miller or Coors, so I got oh. kind of excited. He was in a glass, and it was like brown. But, um... Could have been apple juice. It could have been apple. Well, but no, it was clearly beer. It was, you know, foamy and stuff. But uh, maybe someone shook it. The Budweiser strikes you as PR. You know, he doesn't want to sound pretentious. So he's like, I'll just go with the most popular beer out there. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. What do you think? Blue Moon is a... He's a cop, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I know. It's a pretty frou-frou choice for a Boston like, cop. <laughs> I mean, is he asking for it without the garnish? Like, I, I hope know. so. <laughs> Ooh, if Obama serves <laughs> it with a slice of orange, that's going to be rough. You know, before this incident, he was probably thinking, or right after the incident, he's probably thinking, oh, my gosh, what have I done? You know, I'm going to be in the media. What am I going to do? And now he's probably like, my friends are going to kill me when they find out <laughs> I drink Blue Moon. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't like, at least he wasn't drinking, like, Smirnoff Ice. <laughs> like, Twisted or something. Yeah, exactly. Apple teeny. Drinking delicious. out of his like secret stash of Zima. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Cellared this. <laughs> hey, you're the president, right? Can you give me some Zima? <laughs> I love uh, that stuff. I can't believe I got rid of it. Oh, that's it pretty it good. Clear Pepsi. <laughs> no, it's it's uh it's kind of funny. It's not even uh I know this isn't politics, you can turn in later to politics talk today, but um it's kind of funny how all the things that are going on in this country and we have to figure out about some cop and what beer they're drinking. Exactly. I mean, everyone wants to be interested, and this is like beer fans' chance to be interested. <laughs> you know? It's way more interesting than healthcare reform. Oh. Come on. <laughs> but uh, I keep going here through some of these things I found. There was, uh, I thought, a couple comments from the abcnews.com post of people suggesting, basically the comments just turned into like, here's what they should drink. And here's a couple that I found. Um, one of them was, I would suggest to the, to the president, the flavorful but easy drinking Spotted Cow by New Glarus Brewery in Wisconsin. Nice. Hands down. It's a pretty good choice. And then another one that I thought was kind of obvious. Uh, it said, my vote is for the Boston Lager. Come on, the two people in the middle of this mess are from Cambridge. The Sam Summer would do if you want the summer version, but I think for the weight of the conversation, you need the Boston Lager to do it justice. <laughs> so apparently, the like caliber of the beer like intensity needs to match like conversational intensity that's good I think guy. they should be drinking utopia yeah <laughs> you know double bastard from stone here's 22 percent to make uh 27 this year it's actually. 20 they were up right, to 27 percent oh this year wow here's Bottles 20 going for 150 dollars oh my gosh anyways five years ago it was like 100 that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, but it was only like 22%. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a strong beer. Like, that's going to do anything to you. <laughs> oh, man. You need the whole bottle. <laughs> anyway. No, yeah. Boston Lager. need a Boston Lager to do it justice. But in that case, if you need to, like, maybe you want to set the tone at, like, really relaxed conversation and just give them, like, I don't know, light. Miller Light. Real chill conversation. Miller, Miller Chill. chill. <laughs> Miller Chill. <laughs> Real chill conversation with a Latin twist. <laughs> <laughs> a little peppery. <laughs> Let's bring. A, they don't need to bring a third race into this conversation. Oh man. Anyway, uh, another thing I saw there was a poll on the San Francisco Chronicle website. What kind of beer should President Obama have with Professor Gates and Sergeant Crowley after the Cambridge calamity? In quotes. Um, wow. I, l- listen to their choices. Listen to their choices on the poll. Pabst Blue Ribbon, Budweiser, Miller, Sapporo. Oh, creamy top. Right in comments. They must be talking about creamy top. <laughs> it just wait, wait, says Sapporo. Sapporo or other? So it's, no, those are two separate choices. Oh, no, no, but I'm yeah. saying. Pabst Blue Ribbon, Budweiser, Miller, Sapporo, other. So they pick Sapporo over like Very all randomly. these other beers. I mean, American I, beers. If they already picked PBR. They didn't even put Coors on there. I was going to say, they don't even put Coors on there. They don't put any of the other like. No craft. Like, I, yeah, not you even, think San Francisco would put Coors on I mean, like. 
you would think they put uh, something or like, like or like Anchor Steam. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Yeah, like something. Yeah. Pick, I mean, but I mean, at least for American light lagers, Coors seems like a good option. It's for, closest. You know, all West Coast. Yeah, example. West Coast ish. Or at least, I mean, if you're gonna pick a beer that's not in the U.S., I think everyone's first thought would start be going to like. Uh, you know, something like Bax or Heineken yeah. or uh, yeah. Stella Artois or something or like Corona or Corona. You know, like yeah. something like that. It's got to be like, well, no one wants to drink a skunk, so we'll leave Corona off that. <laughs> Some list, people but. do. Some people do. But I'm happy to report with uh, 1,241 votes, 39% at this point have voted for Other. Nice. So that's good. Other's winning. Uh, Budweiser's in second with 22. Do people get to give a suggestion? Yeah, I didn't like write them down, though. But I'm sure it's like it says other write-in comments, but I didn't look. But yeah. <laughs> and then uh, always, uh, we've already mentioned him once this show, but for, for sage words of wisdom in uh, times like this, we got to turn to Charlie Papazian. Mm-hmm. And on the uh, theexaminer.com, he made a lot of good points that I wanted to pull out and quote. He said, uh, if ever Eisenhower, Nixon, Kennedy, Johnson, Bush the first, Carter, or Reagan had a public beer, it would have been lucky to make the recycling news. Why is the Obama Crowley Gates Summit such a huge news today? Uh, there are over uh, 1,510 breweries in the United States, and of those, 1,500 are small and independent. On average, I'm supposing each one of these breweries will make 10 different kinds of beer in a given year. I think that's conservative, but we'll run with it. There are no less than 15,000 different brands of beer made available in the United States. Maybe that has something to do with the tens of millions of Americans obsessed with wondering about what beers will be served at the White House Beer Summit. And then later he puts his two cents on what he thinks it should be. And he says, what kind of beer is best for face-to-face? Get over the bitterness. India pale ales are always refreshing. And once you find the one that's balanced with your sense of goodness, it's a beer that offers solace, even if the conversation goes south. And then he also suggests... Are you not up to a mini vacation with IPA? Well, then seek some of those special pilsners that are being made by America's small and independent brewers. These beers have class and finesse, which is always welcome. They're hoppy and have a friendly bitterness that enhances the conversation. So there we go. Those are Papazian's choices. Craft Pilsner or IPA. He said something after that, too, though. Yeah, he probably did. That's all I got, though. Oh, well, never mind. Yeah. That was, that was nice. But he said, but, uh, you know, oh, I was he th- suggested brown ales. Did he? Mm-hmm. That's a good choice too. I was thinking, if you know, we want to go with uh, this mess, we should get uh, arrogant bastard from Stone for Sergeant Crowley, for you know breaking into this guy's house and arresting him, and then we should get uh, Bitch Creek from the Grand Teton Brewery for uh, for the professor, so he can quit moaning and bitching about his problems. <laughs> what, there we go. What for Obama? What Obama? And what for Obama? Um, Three one two because he's welcoming these people into his house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Grease Island 3 and 2 or uh, what was the one when they had like the presidential beer baskets or something about like Messiah Ale or something like that it was like oh, goofy yeah. <laughs> I don't know or what about he, he Avery's Ale his, to the Chief he could there drink his own beer yeah you could drink the six point Obama beer if you wanted to yeah or or uh, Obama Gadden yeah, from Omegon <laughs> any of those <laughs> I would drink my own beers if like a bunch of people yeah no joke yeah Ale to the Chief Obama Gadden sure <laughs> And with that said, if anyone wants to brew a beer and name it Beer Talk today, we'll be glad <laughs> to yes. consume it. it. We would, absolutely. But uh, anyway, that's all I think we, unless you guys have anything else about the nice Obama clip. No. Cool. No, pretty good. Good segment. Good. I'm glad it was uh, entertaining, informative, and we got to talk about something that was like on CNN and stuff. Because <laughs> we normally do. Exactly. Yeah. Like always. Our show Sometimes. End up on CNN. Always. We might end up in uh, Taiwan. Yeah. 
Yeah, we got word via text message. I don't know what the full story is, but apparently some radio station in Taipei wants wants beer talk today. Mm. Clips or something. Mm. We might so, have to do a special segment for them. We might have to. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can get the Dalai Lama on the show. Yeah. No? Okay. Sure. All right, anyway. <laughs> we've got a uh, a tasting. Old Dominion Pale Ale. If that's really what it was. Dun, dun, dun. That's a good, good. That's a good teaser. Yeah. All right. So I just opened a bottle of Dominion Pale Ale from Old Dominion Brewery, and it is the most full bottle of beer I've ever seen. It's like I'm like, it's almost like meniscusing over the side. You guys concur? Check that out. I would call that close to meniscus. Yes. Yeah. It's like I should have concurred. That's true. But, uh, is Dominion Brewery, where are they out of Kyle? I have no idea. No? Okay, old um, Where'd you get it? Well, let's find I did out. A, uh, I did a beer swap with an uncle in Virginia. This is one of the beers that he, uh, he brought me out. Hmm. I have no idea where he got it. Let's see. Probably should have asked that, but. We'll find it. Uh, Virginia. Ashburn, Virginia. Does that make sense? It does. Alright, this is Dominion Ale. Or this is not, this is Dominion Pale Ale. This rich red ale is in the American Pale Ale style and has strong hop character, medium body, dry finish, and floral hop aroma. We use two row Brewers Malt Caramel 80 and 40 Lavabon Malt Munich Malt. For bittering aroma, Willamette, Cascade, and Tetanong hops are used in the kettle as dry hopping in the fermenter, available in bottles and on draft. And I should never pour beer over my computer. So I just spilled on the keyboard. That was dumb. I was just trying to read and pour at the same time. Let's go down a list of things in this room Matt has spilled beer on. Um, my plants, <laughs> my television. Let's not go down the list. Somehow got it on the wall and the ceiling. Let's not go down the list. <laughs> they were exploding kegs, okay? Yeah. Kegs explode. That's a thing that happens sometimes. Anyway, let's take a look at the beer. It is pretty red for a pale ale. Yeah. Not too red, but on the on the border. It's kind of got this nice golden orangey color. Mm-hmm. Pretty oh, carbonated. Pretty foamy head. It's fluffy. Yeah. Who's mine is. Yeah. You just, I poured yours out a little faster, but yes, mine, the head that is on there is kind of fluffy. It smells a little like a lot of mulches than I'd expect. Oh, yeah. Almost like, yeah, like a sweet, like a Munich malt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's taste and see. Cheers, gentlemen. Definitely malt. Look, you, I mean, you, you can taste the malt, but you smell. Yeah. And then there's... It's plenty bitter, but there isn't really much going on in the hop flavor department, I don't think. You guys getting any? You know, I think the malt kind of overwhelms it. Like, it's yeah. a little bitter when you sip it, but... My mouth is just kind of left with pretty heavy beer. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like syrupy. You know? Yeah, I wonder how old this bottle is. Bottle date, 04, 08, 09. Hmm. Is that possible? April. The 8th of April? Oh, 8th of April, not the 4th of August. Okay. <laughs> My mind went to backwards. <clears throat> Huh. You're back in the European... That's not that old. 
So yeah, I guess it's probably how it's supposed to taste. Interesting. It's, uh... Yeah, I wouldn't really call it an American pale ale. I don't know what I would call it. Yeah, I don't know. More like a... Oh. Like an ordinary like bitter a, or something yeah. where it doesn't really have it's, much It has a sweetness like a bitter does. Yeah. Me and Kyle. I agree. It's not the typical American pale ale that you taste. The, uh... Especially when you're when if you're used to a you know the typical American you know use of Cascade or something none of the florals or the citrus flavors or even nose come through not at all yeah it says Willamette Cascade and Titanite hops what um, definitely no Cascades not at all must be not in taste yeah not in the flavor not in the aroma very bizarre yeah I would. I would never have called this an American pale ale. Make sure I read the label right. Yep, Dominion Pale Ale. Okay. Old Dominion Brewing Company since 1989. Purity Freshness. Oh, Auburn, Virginia. It says right bottom. Kenny Allen, brewmaster. Should ask Kenny what, uh, what's going on here. It's not bad, though. I mean, I kind of I like it. I like it, too. I agree. I, I like it. Um, I think knowing what it is. It's nice. If I wanted like a pale ale, I'd be kind of shocked to get this. Yeah, I call it like maybe a copper ale or something. It's only really generic, so you don't really know what to expect. Copper color. That's what I was going for. Yeah. It's a copper color. And I'm saying that it kind of reminds me of the only copper ale I know of is the one from um, Otter Creek. Kind of reminds me of that. I haven't, you know. It's similar to, you know, I, I guess what you're saying, bitter. Yeah. Kind of like an American. Bitter. Carbonated. Yeah. It is, yeah. Effervescent. Bit of sediment. Yeah, it's some mine too. Not too much, but. I don't really have much else to say about it. It's a little yeah. sweet, a little hoppy. I mean, there's enough bitterness to balance it out, but there's just not any hops in the flavor of the nose at all. Yeah. Hmm. But it's pretty good. I, I, yeah, I... Copper ale, blonde ale. A little too dark blonde ale. But... Yeah. Actually, kind of reminds me of the one we didn't get to drink because I ruined it, the Firehouse blonde ale. That wasn't quite as malty as this, but along the same lines. Yeah. There you go. Well, That's it. Old Dominion. Old Dominion. Dominion Pale Ale. Well, uh, based on this, would you seek out Morphin's Brewery if you were in Virginia? Yeah, I would. See what else they had going on? Yeah, I would check them out. I would too. Not overwhelming, but, you know, it's there. You know. It's drinkable. Yeah, very drinkable. It's not a bad beer. No, it's good. It's just, uh, I'd be curious to taste the other beers and see if they're just closer to a, a style or if they've kind of altered them in some way or you know and maybe you know we don't we get a lot of west coast beers but we don't get a lot of east coast beers out here yeah maybe that's just kind of what it's like over in well Dr. Shedd is in Delaware <laughs> so <laughs> at least not all of them are like that that's one of the exceptions though you know yeah yeah maybe all right, that was Old Dominion's Dominion Pale Ale. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you know, thinking back and, and, and 
listening to myself read that description, I am I'm almost convinced that we got a mislabeled bottle because it did not taste the way that they described it. No. Tasted a lot more like I would imagine the Dominion Ale to taste, which they described as sort of a British style, you know, session beer. Uh-huh. And they described this as having being dry hopped and having this hop flavor and hop bitterness and hop aroma. And man, I just did not get that at all. It didn't really exist. No. I don't know about you guys. And it had quite a bit of body. Yeah. Which a they lot. said it had like moderate body. Yeah. A lot and of it was body. really sweet, which, you know, I wouldn't expect from a pale ale. Yeah. It was definitely much Malty more malt focused. Yeah. Much more like, yeah, like a British style mm-hmm. kind of session beer. Higher carbonation, brother than that. When John, you had said right after, and I completely agree, it really sat in you. Like, you really yeah, felt full really after heavy. it. Really heavy yeah. beer. <laughs> Considering we split a bottle. We split a, yeah. not even. We There was still like, yeah. like two ounces left. Yeah. And uh, I was just sitting there kind of like, wow, this is. We did our also like just eat a meal, but, st- but still, I still agree with like you. Re- I was remarkably full yeah. after, like it just, yeah, sat heavy, but. Mm-hmm. Also, I've. It's weird to see a beer filled, that yeah, high. Yeah, that was super. Like I've only seen a beer filled that high one time in my life, and that was when we were bottling our own homebrew, and I wasn't paying attention with the bottling and just overfilled it. But yeah, you know, maybe your uncle homebrewed it. Yeah, maybe that wasn't that no bottle. Bottle. <laughs> <laughs> pale ale at all. Yeah, switched. Oh man, that was my. He has to be homebrew, but it was a twist top. So right. if he homebrew it, he has some kind of crazy capper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just <laughs> twisted it when he. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't see it, but John did a did a maneuver with his hands. Um, uh, yeah, no, it 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 was just it was just pretty strange. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. That. It was it, a good beer. Like we all said, you know, we'd probably check out more of their beers. Yeah, but just did not for the what, description. It was weird for the label that was on the bottle. It didn't seem right. Yeah, and it was filled like literally, guys. <laughs> Like, it took the cap off, and it was, like, filled to the brim. Yeah. It was super weird. I want to get another bottle. We have one more <laughs> bottle of it. Yeah, I want to open it up and just, like, to see. Like, the other bottle will probably be, like, three-quarters full. <laughs> what the hell? Their bottling is terrible. <laughs> you know, I guess I shouldn't complain. No, it's great. I, mean, Wait, hey. I would be the first guy ever. What? I got free beer? More than I paid for it? An extra quarter ounce? What? It adds up, man. Yeah. After you drink, like... 48 beers. That's a free beer right there. Mm -hmm. Officer, I only had 12 ounces of beer. (laughs) That's not what this is. I don't don't know what I'm talking about. No. No, that's nonsense. (laughs) They have a meter that says how many ounces you drank. drank. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. 12.5. All right. Well. Yeah, I think that's it for uh, Beer Talk today, this week. Good show. Lots of good stuff. Thanks for listening in. As always, you can check out the podcast, beertalktoday.blogspot.com or madisonbeerview.com or on iTunes. Search for Beer Talk Today. Or tweet. Also tweet follow us. us on Twitter so Kyle can follow you on Twitter. Yes, I have nothing <laughs> else to do with my with my life but sit, drink beer, and watch you guys tweet. So, uh... <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> make my Make my show a better show by tweeting... And following Beer Talk today. And, and on try Twitter and tweet and after a few beers so it's more entertaining. Yeah. Audience members. Not that we condone that. No. Or support it. Yeah. Try and tweet sober. 
Try to I guess. tweet after drinking in moderation. Exactly. After drinking. What we're trying to say is we have no opinion. Yeah, after drinking moderate amounts of brew dog. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Thanks for listening in, everybody. Take it easy.